0: Hey there, and welcome to Surrounded by Witnesses. I'm your host, Marcy Hess. In each episode, it is my desire to make you aware of the witnesses all around us who are running their race with perseverance, eyes fixed on Jesus, and all the while pointing to the greatness of God and His redemptive power in their everyday lives. Do you have what it takes to run the race with endurance? Join us as we talk about how God gives us strength each day to endure and find hope in the everyday. Okay. All right. Well, here we go today. We're excited. This is going to be such a great podcast. I'm excited you're joining us. And to be honest, I think this is a topic so many of us need to have because it's a crazy world we live in. The world seems to be getting crazier by the minute. And um, so today we're going to be studying the topic of seeking peace and pursuing it. So can I get an amen that we need this? We need more of this conversation. And today I'm going to be chatting with Lindsay Perry. And uh, Lindsay and I actually haven't gotten to meet in person, person, although now we realize like meeting people over Zoom, right, becomes our new thing. Um, But Lindsay and I have gotten to be a part of a group through um, our She Speaks over the last year and gotten to connect several times through that. And um, so I'm excited to get into this. So Lindsay, thanks for taking time to meet with me today. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. And I am
1: we are talking about one of my most favorite, favorite things that has actually
0: transformed my life. So I'm, I'm pumped about this. I'm excited to hear that. I, I hope we'll get into a little more of that. But before we do, just tell me, so um, you have a couple kids, you're married, fill me in on all your family passions, you know, the things you love to do. Sure. So my husband and I have been married for, we just
1: celebrated 15 years last month, which was... Huge. You know, we're realizing we're not the newlyweds anymore and we're not the young couples in our twenties. We have three kids and they are in a season of life where they are almost 13, 10 and nine. And so we are in the thick of teaching stage of parenting and love them. They're they're fun and, and awesome kids. And then a few years ago, the Lord really placed it on my heart to begin speaking God's word to women in an effort to just instill in them the ability to bring about transformation in their life. Mm -hmm. And I've been working to fulfill just with a spirit of obedience of this calling that God placed in my life that i don't necessarily know that I was looking for, but came to a place of if I didn't pursue it, I knew I was being disobedient mm-hmm. and there's no better place than to just surrender to what God is asking and calling of you. It takes faith. It takes surrender. It, it, it takes so much to just trust right. and put your hope in knowing that if he's called you to it, he'll bring you through it. And it has been a joy the last few years of just the doors that God has opened and Him just bringing opportunities and allowing me to pursue this ultimately for His glory. So I am a mom that obviously loves my kids. I'm the the sports parent on the sidelines. Our children are in competitive uh, sports and so that fills a lot of our time. Okay. And we love to travel. We're a family that's lived overseas and moves every couple of years and so that is a huge passion. We've we've been all over and hopefully now that COVID's kind of lying down, maybe we can get back into that. So mm-hmm. that's what we spend a lot of our time doing.
0: That's awesome. That's good. It's, I, I like all of those things. So you're speaking my languages there. So that's really fun. Well, I I noticed um, we're Instagram friends also, and I loved your your tag phrase that you had on there, your little identifying marker, and it says Um, That your passion is to instill in women a desire to pursue a deeper relationship with Jesus through biblical teaching so they might experience life transformation. So share with me, you kind of hinted a little bit, but Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so I am a firm believer that we all need Jesus. Mm -hmm. We need him
1: in our life. We need him that depending on how you've met him, depending on how you've been introduced to him. The way our lives work is that we can become so enthralled in the things that are not working our way, the things that are causing us to feel pressure and pressed where we sometimes can't breathe, we don't know how to operate, but when we come to a place of true dependency on the Lord... Mm no doubt will there be transformation in our lives. I've seen it in my life. I've seen it in family members' lives. I've seen it in the church. And I think so often we're seeking something to bring change. And then it's not the change that we want. It's not Mm -hmm. the change that fulfills us. And so my heart is for women to grab a hold of understanding that if you want true repentance, transformation. It can only come from Jesus. And and I want to share that with them so that they can experience a level of
0: freedom that maybe they haven't had before. Yeah. Which is such an interesting concept because the one word that really jumped out at me quickly was dependence on Mm. Christ. And it does seem like it's counterintuitive that if I'm dependent on Christ, then I have freedom, right? Mm. But it is just laying that down, and especially in this world where we're supposed to take it all up and we're supposed to carry it all and be superhuman as women, um, to rest in our relationship with Christ, our dependency on Him, and just I don't want to move, I don't want to do anything today if it isn't with you. So true, doing it, it's which is so hard, true. it's hard, yeah. very <laughs> and it's true, very hard. Word. I like getting stuff done, so to me, it's even harder because I'm like, well. I'll just manage. I may pass out for a week after this, but I'll just manage.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's awesome. I, I love that. And I definitely love your passion to instill that in ladies and to to really cause us to stop and think, am I going deeper? Am I going deeper? I, I really like that. Well, our, our topic today is seeking peace and pursuing it. Like I said, I think this is super important. This whole last year has taught me, if nothing else has taught me I have to rest in Christ. I have to have my peace in him alone because literally nothing else is, <laughs> you know, it it all could disappear. And I wouldn't have thought that I, this last year has reminded me that the stuff that's written in books really can happen. <laughs> so I think it's a, a great topic. And now as we're getting on the other side, I don't want to forget mm-hmm. that I need to rest in him, that. I don't need the world to fall apart again to remind me that I need God's peace and I need to rest in that alone and not trust in all these other things that I thought were important. So let's get into it. Um, So tell me, I'm going to feed you this easy question. Is it really possible to to have peace and even to have peace every day? Sure,
1: sure. Well, I'm going to say yes with the understanding of what we know peace is Mm. peace is not the absence of chaos
0: amen it's not
1: clarification yeah peace is not the absence of uh, chaos but rather the presence of christ i love that and so if you are a believer and you have confessed and accepted and Jesus is Lord of your life, then he is present with you. And so therefore, yes, you can have peace. Now, if you're a working woman, if you are a mom, if you are married, if you are divorced, if you are working multiple jobs, you know that the everyday struggles cause us to feel panicked, cause us to feel overwhelmed, cause us to feel that to-do list is never dwindling. And so how do we find peace in that? Mm -hmm. Well, I firmly believe it is living a life of being intentional, of knowing that Christ is walking with you in every circumstance, in every decision, in every take your kids here, be in this boardroom, that when you feel that moment of Oh, this anxiousness is coming. And, 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 and then as a result, we often respond in that right. um, where we don't find peace. But if we can be intentional to say, hey, Christ is with me yep. and I'm going to slow down and say, this is my first priority. And for me, it's day by day. I mean, it is. Let me get to lunch time, and then I'll tend to what's after that in an effort to pursue peace Right. because I'm going to invite the Lord in on whatever situation is ha- happening so that I can feel that ability to experience peace yeah. and calmness and, and rest
0: while I'm going, 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 going. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which in itself is always a difficult thought, but I, I mean, I've experienced those seasons and I, I totally affirm what you're saying. It's, it's a, uh, it's a, an amazing uh, ability that God gives us to be able to have peace in the middle of all of that. And honestly, that's biblical, right? I mean, how many, how many times do we look through scripture where Paul's being shipwrecked or beaten or imprisoned, and he's rejoicing that God is good and faithful mm-hmm. and all these opportunities he has because of where he is. And it, we wanna mm-hmm. have this life of just easy, no big deal, no big waves. And that really isn't real right. or scriptural. <laughs> right absolutely absolutely Absolutely. hey do you if you have your bible open there do you want to just read your verse the psalm 34 uh, 14
1: yes and that's what i was going to say you know this this concept is straight from the bible in psalms verse 34 14 david's talking about um, ways to live your life and Mm -hmm. it comes to say turn away from evil and do good search for peace and work to maintain it. Another version says, seek peace and pursue it. Yeah, And so we have to be people that are willing to seek out ways to find and invite peace into our lives. And then we have to pursue it, which means we have to work to maintain it. It Mm -hmm. is not something that is going to be oh, the first time we do it, oh yeah, there's peace and it's arrived and it's never leaving again. You have to actively live and make decisions where you are saying in an effort to bring peace here and maintain it, I'm going to make this decision. Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose to speak this way. So it's something that we have to pursue it won't always be there. Yeah.
0: Well, and I love your first point when we're seeking peace is to pray. And I, you know, I, I was actually talking to a friend of mine this morning and I said, my heart is to be a, someone who prays all the time. And then immediately it, it invokes these thoughts. I need to be hours on my knees. I need to lock myself in my room. My kids might not get fed, you know? And so <laughs> I just think, what, what does that look like? If, if the first thing we do to seek peace is to pray, help me see what, what are we really saying here? Sure. Well, it goes back to that idea of being
1: intentional. Yeah. And how often do we use our calendars, you know, on our phone to remind us, hey, go do here. Hey, go do this. Don't forget this. Pick up this. But have you ever put pray Mm. in your calendar as an alert, as a reminder? It's not natural for us to be praying all day long, even though we're called to. Because we're taking care of everything else and we have people talking to us and people giving us expectations and putting things on us that if we can have a mindset of being intentional, that when I'm in the car driving, I'm praying when I'm in the shower, I'm praying, not just when we sit down for a meal, Mm -hmm. not just when we're in crisis and Lord, I need you to intervene, but to pray and say with gratitude and thankfulness and to be willing to have hearts that say, Lord, I can't do this. And I do need you. Yeah. That, that, you know, in Ephesians six, it talks about the armor of God and it talks about being ready and that we have to understand that we are battling Mm -hmm. things outside of our control that we are battling. Um, uh, sorry, I was looking for it where I had in my Bible. Um, the, you know, rulers and powers of, you know, the outside world, that there are things coming against us and that we have to be on guard. And Mm -hmm. it seems like such a Sunday school answer to say, oh, in order to have peace, we need to pray. But that's where we have to position ourselves with a posture of saying, Lord, I can do all these things throughout the day, but I haven't invited you into Mm -hmm. them. And so I'm going to be praying over my kids, over my marriage, over decisions, our almost 13-year-old, we're stepping into that phase of giving freedom. Mm. And all of a sudden, there's fear in my heart. Have we given him everything he needs? Have we talked through every situation? But in order for me to have peace, as I release him, I'm praying. Yeah. Lord, protect him, let him be a leader, help him to make wise choices. And that's just one small example of mm-hmm. how I was able to send him out yesterday and just be covered in peace because I was praying yeah. and have been praying and prayed over him while
0: he was away. Yeah, no, that's so good. I was thinking somebody um, I heard not too long ago was saying, you know, the the mundane things and we'll get to it too. But um, it, the mundane things, making those my prayer points. So when, when I'm folding my kid's laundry or my, you know, my laundry and my husband's laundry, just praying, God, may you rest in this place. Would you, you know, when I'm making my bed, make this a place where it's a rest for us where we can come together or what, whatever it may be. And it does take intentionality because I don't think like that, sure. but you know, while I'm stirring dinner, which feels so sometimes I'm like, Oh my gosh, Lord, <laughs> again, they want to eat again, you know, (laughs) Um, but to, to ask the Lord to bless those conversations over our meals that, you know, watering flowers, some, that someone would come to my door today that I would be able to speak peace over and, and life over. And, and I think I was just even challenged the other day that when I get on Instagram, rather than letting that flood my mind, let it be a tool to jog my memory of who are these people to just, stop and pray over a couple of them, people I know, you know, the situations they post, whatever the case may be, to be intentional, and I don't, I don't normally think about that, but I am trying to find ways to add prayer to my everyday, Um, and, and those are just a couple things where I've seen other people say it, or, you know, just come to mind, and I love that it doesn't have to be hours locked in my closet to myself, Mm, just walk in my day, walking through my day, yeah, I definitely love that. Um, and I, I think your, your next thought, I can't wait to hear how you unfold this. So seeing the needs, because I feel like there are a billion needs and that gets a little overwhelming. So tell me how, um, how does that really help us to, uh, to seek peace and alleviate stress in my life? Okay. So
1: depending on your personality, this may be a very easy go getter. This is how you function type of person. Or if you're more of the laid back, go with the flow, no big deal, which I am jealous if that is how (laughs) you are, because I, I I wish I could be that, (laughs) but you know, in the Bible, it talks about in Proverbs 29, it says where there's no vision, the people will perish. Mm -hmm. Now they're talking about, you know, actual visions and seeing things. This was, you know, old Testament days, but if you look at it in our life today, and we can take the Bible and mirror it Mm -hmm. that where there is no vision, the people will perish. So when our kids were in a season of life where they were much younger, very, very dependent on me, that is when I got lost the most in our daily life Mm -hmm. and never felt like I could stay ahead of what was going on. Somebody needed change, somebody needed fed, somebody needed um, a change of clothes, you know. We yeah. had to get to somewhere by a certain time. And I realized when I was the most chaotic was always because I didn't have that sippy cup ready. Yeah. <laughs> the diaper bag wasn't packed. Mm -hmm. And so therefore I had to pack it, which therefore meant we were five minutes later leaving the house. Sure. Now, if you're a mom with young kids, there is always a shoe missing. There are keys (laughs) that are not where they're supposed to be. And where did you put your wallet? Yeah. And so I adapted this idea years ago in an effort to move from surviving to thriving. Right. And that brought peace immediately because I knew that at some point somebody needed their diaper changed. Right. So it was our diaper station always filled. Right? right. You know, you see these needs that are coming up that are givens, you know, kids need clothes. You, right you need shampoo in your shower it's and so it's almost like those who gauge um your car with your gas tank are you one that waits till it's all the way at the end and you can risk it's like fun (laughs) for you to see if you can get to the gas station (laughs) right that's not fun for me the amount of anxiousness and chaos that would be produced in my heart trying to get to the gas station when that light has been blinking and beeping at me, yeah. that doesn't bring peace to my heart. Right. So when my gas tank's is at a fourth, you know, of a tank empty, I go fill it up because that's gonna produce peace. Right. So if you live again that word with intentionality, mm. where you are just prepared, where and again, depending on your situation and your personality, that's either going to work for you or it's going to hinder you because the idea of planning ahead sure. doesn't work. You said it a minute ago, dinner always has to be on the table, right. but, you know, um, Christmas is the same time every year. Right. So why in November are we panicked? Because, oh my gosh, we have to do all this stuff when we've known (laughs) it's going to be December 25th forever, you know? So it's seeing those needs in our life and the way I've always done it to seek that peace is I evaluate where, what's the biggest area? when my kids start reacting, mm-hmm. when my kids aren't peaceful, where I am disheveled running around where I can't complete my thoughts. And I find that one thing yeah. and it's not everything at one time. You, you you can't do that. It's finding that one area. I'm going to learn how to meal prep. Yeah. I'm going to learn how to menu plan. I'm going to learn so that dinner is no longer that 5 30 PM hour of I have no idea what i'm gonna do and i spend a couple weeks working on that where i see that need there is a vision for every night at six o'clock i have to have some kind of dinner for everybody and sometimes it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich yeah sometimes it's a roast in the crock pot it's you're not winning all the time right but you can start operating from a place where you are seeking peace mm-hmm. in order to produce life because what I care more about, what my heart's intention is that time when we all sit around that meal, that table yeah. with a meal and we can talk yeah. and mom is no longer disheveled. Mom is no longer fin for yourself, which I do sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. tell everybody go find your bowl of cereal. Yeah, but- I want to connect him with my kids. I want to have that time with my husband where we are all together. And so it's worth putting forth the effort to produce peace so that when we are sitting down at the table, there is life brought to each one of us. And and I don't know how it is for all of y'all's homes, but if I'm peaceful and at peace, then I see that my family Mm -hmm. is at peace and if I'm healthy and if I'm in control with my mental state and my words, which I think we'll get into a little bit, then I notice that comes out in everybody else. Mm -hmm. And it is worth that 30 minutes of waking up earlier to have something planned. It is worth carving out the grocery store time. It is worth whatever it takes to see a vision for what needs to happen so that there can be peace, I'm I'm willing to do that. And I spoke of practical things, but there's a lot of other things for matters of the heart. Uh, I'm training my kids now for when they're 16. I'm training them now for when they're 21. I have to know where I'm taking them so that that I can start living that now. Know that. In five years and in 10 years, there is peace in our home because we have operated in a way that helps them make decisions, helps them, you know, it's, we're always on, we're always being intentional.
0: And and I really believe that brings peace. I love that. And I I think I I really like the word need because it really, I think, you know, if we start to notice that chaos and that out of control feeling, the the idea of coming back to Lord, what does my house need, and really, what do you have for me as a need here, and maybe sometimes that is saying no to things that that I want to do, or um, other. Se- you know, there are seasons of life where uh, you can manage a lot more, and seasons of life where literally just feeding your babies and keeping them alive is. That's it. For sure. For <laughs> and sure. To, to be more intentional to say, okay, it does create stress with all this extra. So what does the Lord ask of me in this season? And if it's, you know, the I have my quiet time in the morning and I get my workout in and then the rest of the day I'm pouring into my kids. And that, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what that looks like. And and to be willing to say, I don't have to do it all, have it all, or make it all look perfect, what does the Lord have me to do in this season? And I think that's really good at just going back and asking the Lord, what, what does that look like? What things do I yeah. need to say goodbye to? And, and those are hard seasons to do, but important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And we live yeah. in a society that causes us to tie our worth and mm-hmm. value yeah. to the things that we're producing and yeah. the things that we're doing well. And when you just said it, sometimes we have to say no, yeah. and that is okay. And be saying no can produce freedom, right. which then can produce peace because you don't feel tied down yep. to make this happen, do this, do that, do that. No, it is pick one area, pick one thing, pick one focus that you're willing to let me get this under control and understanding that it is hard in the beginning. Mm-hmm. To when you start saying, I'm going to have my laundry on Monday and Fridays and that's it. You have to work for that, but then eventually it's second nature to you. Yeah. And so giving yourself grace that you won't have it right away, but eventually it will come and it will be, be second nature. You have to seek, you have to pursue seeking peace. Yeah. And so it, it that's an area where it can
0: take work. Yeah. Well, we're hitting all around your next point, which is never tire of repetition. And, you know, we've, we've kind of talked about how life can get a little boring. It can get a little crazy. It can get <laughs> you can have any number of emotions all in the same moment um, when it comes to that repetition of life. So help me see um, how does that part help us keep our peace and, and seeking mm-hmm. that peace? Okay. So this comes straight
1: from Galatians mm-hmm. chapter six, verse nine and 10. And it says, so let's not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time. We will reap a harvest of blessing. If we don't give up. Mm. And listen, we're talking about so many practical things of way we can do to you know, live our life, but never tiring of repetition, finding rhythms, that your household, your life, your family, your workplace, where you can function in peace, okay. that brings rest to your life. And the biggest thing for me, um, learning this or relearning it, I should say, was when everything shut down last year. Yeah. And all of a sudden we were in our homes, teaching our children. It was Groundhog Day. Day after day after day. <laughs> after so like true. nothing changed. It was I'm cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We're sitting here doing schoolwork. There yeah. is nowhere to go. And we can have an attitude of I don't like this. This mm-hmm. isn't fun for me. This is boring. This is ridiculous. Or we can have an ask an attitude where we live from a filter of I am serving yeah. and I'm teaching my kids how to serve. And I am showing my coworkers that I am here for them, that I am someone that they can depend on because I never tire of doing the same thing over and over because eventually that is going to produce mm-hmm. a harvest And a practical way that I can think of is from the time our kids were very little. I mean, we're talking two and three years old. We have never cleared the table for them. We have always made them do that. Love that. Even from a very, very young age. Because when they're 10, we want them to understand that when you were at school, you will take your plate and you will put it away. Regardless of someone telling you. When you were in someone else's home, They are not to wait on you that you will serve that family and you will do that. Light switches. You do not leave a room without turning a light switch on. Well, you think that's no big deal. But the Bible also talks about when you're faithful in the little, you will be rulers of much. And so if you can have that mindset of I'm going to take care of these little things that honestly do not require a lot of work. Right. But when your attitude, it's a natural rhythm of, hey, I'm doing this. This isn't hard. I'm going to make this happen. Then what you begin to see in your home or at work or at school is there's a level of calmness in mom's life, mm-hmm. in the kid's life, because I don't have to remind my kids, clear off the table. Right. It's natural. It's a normal part of response of the way they live. So now mom's not nagging. Yeah. I'm not feeling like nobody's being respectful of me and my time in our home. And again, it takes work, but that work produces peace. Yeah. And there's a level of expectancy of when our laundry basket's full, we bring mm-hmm. it down to the laundry room. Right. Okay. That's one less thing for mom to have to work with. That's one less thing for, I don't have any clean clothes. I don't. So again, if you're never tiring of repetition, those things where you can start to look and ask yourself, how long did that really take me to do that? Right. Well, it didn't take long, but when you let it pile up and you let it fester and you let it continue growing and building, because I'm the type, once it builds, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm not (laughs) touching it. I don't, I can't deal that I quit functioning in that. Um, and so again, never tiring of the repetition allows you to, um, have peace because everyone knows what's expected. Everyone's working together. And I think the way the enemy comes in on this area is the spirit of laziness comes Mm. on us. And I have that. Oh, I can be so lazy because Netflix looks good and, mm-hmm. and I'm tired and I don't want anybody to need me. And don't get me wrong. There are moments where we need rest and where there's moments where we have to recharge and whatever that looks like. Um, but for the most part, if we can battle against that tension mm-hmm. of being lazy and resting and knowing the
0: difference between those
1: two, it will produce peace in our lives.
0: Yeah. And, and I, and I do think we have to wrestle within that too, because there are those days where I'm like, again, like I mentioned earlier, like these people want to eat again. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, and I, and I'm responsible for that. And, And it it does get difficult. And I think it just comes back to your first point of just praying, Lord, I am struggling. I just, I don't wanna do this today. I've had a season maybe where I'm just tired of making food, I'm tired of folding laundry, I'm tired of whatever the case may be, picking up the toilet again and again and again. Um, And just asking the Lord, just give me peace here, give me joy here, help me remember that I can even spend this moment praying. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll tell you what, you need time alone start washing the dishes or folding laundry suddenly no one's around you know Absolutely. Now, you want time to pray Your by house, yourself? Too. yeah <laughs> i mean if we turn our focus our perspective to just say the lord gives me these opportunities to one just be settled like you said come back to something that doesn't require a lot of brain power mm-hmm. i doing it again i know how to do this but just to use that time to be more effective so rather than griping Um, To just be praying, Lord, thank you for these children you placed in my life and under my care, and and whatever that be. I I read an article, um, and the title was kind of offensive, but it just briefly it was something like "Don't be a jerk, wife." And the whole point was she was saying um, she remembered just griping at her husband about the socks on the floor and picking up after him and cleaning up the beard hairs in the sink and taking care of his coffee mug because he'd set it in the sink rather than the dishwasher. And then he passed away suddenly and tragically. And mm-hmm. she said, I wish I could wipe the beard hairs again. Yes. I wish his cup was in my sink every morning. And, yes. and basically it was just that perspective of when you are cleaning that up, when you're doing those things over and over, just to ask the Lord to really change your heart. And sometimes it takes a while. It doesn't just happen just because I prayed, Lord, give me peace and doing dishes again today. Yes. But to Just keep saying that, Lord, remind me they're going to be gone. These babies grow yeah. so fast. I'm Lindsay, our youngest is 14, and the mm-hmm. other two are already out the house. And it has gone so quickly. I said the other day, when I saw a mama, I'll get all teary-eyed. My, my daughter was getting married that week, and I had happened to walk into Walmart. And I there was a mama with a, a newborn, a toddler, and a and a maybe a kindergartner. And at one point or another, in the store I passed her many times, one of the three was crying, and she's just trying to get her groceries done, and she looked frazzled. And all I could think was, I would do it again. I just want that moment back. I just want that moment back. But that mama in that moment is like, Lord, help me out of this situation. (laughs) But it's perspective to just remember these seasons change. They're going to end. That the repetition is really a beautiful moment where I, I'm blessed by these situations, the laundry, holy smokes, am I so blessed that I have this much laundry to fold? How blessed Um, am I, you know, that it's not one outlet that I, I have and, and to really be able to change that perspective. So I love the idea of not getting tired. It's a good reminder. It's a good reminder for us. And I I think that's really good. Okay. So your next point, oh my gosh, if this is not my most difficult, when I was just reading through your thoughts on this, I just struggle with speaking kindly and softly. I'm loud. I'm expressive. I'm for sure the loudest person in my family. And when there are difficult seasons, I want other people to bring in the peace to calm me down, to get me back to a level. So, so tell me, this valuable step that I need to refine myself. How do I speak kindly, softly? How does that even impact peace?
1: Sure, well, and and I, and I want all of our friends that are listening to know and understand that this is something I am still working on. This yeah. is something I'm still working through that I might have all the other things a little bit more under control, but this is the one where it is my battle. Mm. It is what I have to lay down daily hourly minute you know by the minute it has been it is actually what has brought the most transformation into my life because i recognized that i was an angry woman Mm. and that comes out in the way i speak in the way i present myself in my posture with arms crossed and hands on hips and finger pointing And it was a place where several years ago, and I've spoken on this, you know, many times that I was in a situation with one of my children who was young and I was hurting. There was a lot of emotional issues going on in my life. And I remember it was nap time (laughs) and he was supposed to be napping and he wasn't. And I had just hung up the phone with a not very fun, pleasant phone call And I had forgotten to turn the crock pot on that day. So where (laughs) I thought my dinner had been cooking for four hours, it wasn't. And then I got a text where my husband asked me to do something. And I heard that noise upstairs and it was like, (gasps) and I remember running up there and I threw open that door and he's just on the floor with his little dinosaurs. And I picked him up and put him in that bed and, I said, you're supposed to be asleep and the look on his face, I realized I broke him Mm. that I had just tainted my three year old spirit Mm. and I was responsible for it. Now he was not responsible for all the other things that were going on in my life, but he got my response. Right. And it was in that moment, that the Lord said, Lindsay, you have a problem and you have to fix it. And so I just began studying. I I began studying the word. And y'all, if you want to know how to change and what it looks like to speak kindly and to the the Bible is filled with that. And One of my favorite verses is Proverbs 15, 1 and 4. One says, a gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. Mm. And I was responsible. My harsh words were responsible for producing the chaos that was happening when my husband and I would have a conversation or when I would give expectations to my kids and they wouldn't respond with yes ma'am or with willing hearts that I was responsible for producing that, you know, there's this saying, I remember growing up hearing that if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. Right. Right. I mean, we've right. all heard it, but if you stop and think about that, that's not how I want to live my life. That, that I knew when I walked into a room, I caused everyone to tense up. Yeah. I caused everyone to panic. What mom are we getting today?
0: Yeah. When my husband
1: would come from home from work and, and he shared this with me one time when I was going through this healing and changing and, and, and repented to my family and said, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry and confessed that. And I need y'all's help. And I've surrendered this to the Lord. You have permission to, to put your hand on me calmly and say, mom, you're yelling again. Now yeah. that does not mean that I have never, Not raise my voice again. I mean, (laughs) let's be real here. But it flows from the heart. Yeah. And from the heart, the mouth speaks. And I had to do a lot of internal change and internal healing and confession and repentance in an effort to start the process of learning how to speak kindly. And softly, and I'm like you, I'm a loud, I'm a boisterous, I'm a, I'm a like my husband and I have signals for him when we're in public places to tell me to quit talking. (laughs) I'm not even being mean, I'm just talking, you know. Yeah, but, but I, but you know, verse four says, Gentle words are a tree of life, yeah, and a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. And so, if you're living a life being intentional. Yeah. That I can recognize when my heart is starting to get anxious and when I am feeling that the walls are caving in in my home and my first natural response is to let everybody have it. Instead, I've learned how to take a breather, yeah, how to wait until I am in a healthy mental state to communicate. And then I just give expectations. Hey guys, I need you to go take care of this. Hey guys, I need you to go take care of this. Yeah. And there, it, it, it is okay for there to be consequences when those expectations aren't met, Yeah. but I no longer have to operate from the place of, I'm going to shame you. I'm right. going to make you feel guilty. You have caused this to me. no you know i I'm, I'm going to give a gentle answer i'm going to communicate to yeah. you what is needed and learning how to let our words bring life yeah how to let our words produce life-giving things for our children for our coworkers if you're a boss you know in a know. in a place that that you set the tone your posture of how whether people are going to respect you or whether people are going to fear you and and learning how to operate out of a place of genuine love yeah and 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 checking ourselves and
0: it is hard 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 to do yeah i like that well and, and i like how you you mentioned expectation because i i I really do set a lot of expectations. I think also allowing the Lord to show me what his expectation is so that I'm not just placing unrealistic expectations, but again, sort of coming back to the need, what really needs to happen in this moment? If I need them to clean the room, does it have to be exactly how I want it, you yes. know, or can this time it just be, Hey, just get, get things picked up and, and make it look as nice as you can. Then we'll work on cleaning your closet another day or whatever the case. Yes. Is. <laughs> yeah. What is that? um, that, uh, expectation and, and being at peace with some of it. Um, I don't know why this just came to mind, but I was listening to a a thing about parenting the other day and they talked about respect, how it becomes an idol, um, and how we demand respect. I put this expectation out. It better be done. It better be done now with no sass and perfectly. And how, if it's not done that way, then I, then I have made that my idol because now I've lost my mind. (laughs) You haven't done it. Yeah. But to be realistic with our expectations, you know, a a three-year-old making a bed, it's not going to look fabulous, you know, and and those kinds of things, or cleaning the room looks very different, or whatever, you make dinner tonight, and it's, you know, your kids are (laughs) making a bowl of cereal, and you know, (laughs) whatever that may be, what expectations should we be setting? And if it does cause strife in a family, asking the Lord, am I unrealistic? Am Mm -hmm. I putting Mm -hmm. something on them that is just unnecessary? And, yes. um, cause I like things done my way and it's Same. usually, it's usually the right way if they do it my way. So that's what I want.
1: <laughs> so yes, you're talking my
0: language. Yes. Yeah, so it'd be common saying, okay, I asked them to do it and they know, well, is there something as a teachable moment or is there something I just need to release and yes. be done with that? You know? Yes. So,
1: and this, this isn't in our notes and we'd already talked about expectations, you know, um, what I, uh, another thing that I've come to learn as my children are, are getting older and that my husband was actually the one that brought this up. He's, um, in his job, he's in leadership and man's, a lot of people, you know, that are, that work for him. And he, he told me one time that he invites them into his office and says, what's working for you mm-hmm. and what's not working for I you. I love that. Because for every single person that we're in contact with, and every single one of our children, everybody operates in a different way. And so if you are willing to die to yourself, your ways, your needs, and say, how can I do this in a way that works for you, that would produce peace in your life? Mm -hmm. I have one child that he does not want to be told more than one time to do something. The only problem is, he doesn't do it the one time I tell him. Sure. So He and I have created a system where I give him a post-it note and I do one, two, three, and I give him those expectations. I do not have to speak to him again. Mm-hmm. And he brings me that post-it note when he is done. I praise him for it. I go check whatever it is, use it as teachable moments. He and I are done. That produced the mm-hmm. most peace in our life, for my husband, in his job, in a corporate world, for him to understand that one of his employees needs step by step by step, not a blanketed response, but boss, I want to know what you want from me. And if you can lay that out, and in some circumstances it works and in some it doesn't, but if that my husband's view is if that allows his employer employee to function Mm -hmm. and operate successfully, then my husband wants to make him a success. Yeah. I want to make my kids a success because again, it produces peace. Mm-hmm. There's no question of what's expected and am I going to get in trouble? And 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 then also knowing that we are not all going to get it right, right. every single time. Yeah. And to say, hey, you did awesome this time. Next time, let's try this. And man, you're there. You got it. And so I think that that is a way that it produces life because every and peace because every single person is going to think their own way respond their own way do it differently and inviting that atmosphere in to know that you have a place Mm -hmm. here to operate in your own way
0: yeah it's welcomed then they feel peace. They, awesome. they get to experience peace. Yeah, I, I think that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Okay, I don't want to miss our last point because I actually think it's the, it's the pinnacle that this rests on. So your last point is just spending time with Jesus. Um, tell me more about that, unfold that. I mean, I think it seems very simplistic, but let's just go simplistic. through it anyway. Right, yeah. right. If we want to
1: be people who operate in a manner that is Mm Christ-like in our daily lives. We have to know who he is. We have to build that relationship with him. And the way to do that is spending time with him. And I love how you talked about earlier, in every season of life, it looks different. Mm -hmm. I'm just now in the season of life where I can sit down with my warm cup of coffee, with my Bible every morning, before doing anything. That was not the case 10 years ago, right? 10 years ago, I laid a Bible open on our kitchen table and was lucky if I saw it passing by while <laughs> I was trying to find my coffee mug that was probably in the microwave that I forgot about. <laughs> right. Um, you know, but, and then in our day and age, there's podcasts, there's, you have music at your, um, at your fingertips where you have access to spending time with the Lord and being filled up in ways where you keep, you know, one earbud in your ear while you're laundry and kitchen and taxi driving and, and and all of those things, but where you make it a priority every day to open the word Mm -hmm. and to spend time with the word and invite the Lord in, because it'll bring about, repentance. It'll bring about conviction. It'll bring vision. It can bring restoration. It can bring healing to our lives. And the Lord shows up. I mean, I think, I think we all go through seasons where there's valleys and we feel like we can't hear the Lord, but understanding that he is closer there yeah. in that stage of life than when we feel like things aren't working, that he wants to meet us. Right. And I think if we can position ourselves to be people that listen, yeah. that we're not always praying and talking to God and, and begging and pleading and give me this and I want this, but to listen and say, Lord, what is it that you want in my life? Where, where, where is that layer, that level of, um, that place to bring transformation? I, you know, we talked about praying, I you know, worship and meditating on scripture, I'm real big into having scripture posted like everywhere. There's post-it notes by the coffee pot. There's post-its in the, in the car. There's, you know, post-its, um, during quarantine, when this space right here that I'm sitting in was our school, there was, we did Bible time every day. Now I haven't gotten to do that since they went back, but finding ways where you were inviting Mm -hmm. Jesus into your lives and also sitting down with your kids and to say, you know, I was reading today mm-hmm. in Proverbs and the Lord, I read this and the Lord spoke this to me and I'm going to start trying this. What if you do or inviting them to have their own quiet times and wow. teaching them. So again, it, it, it seems so simplistic, but it sometimes it takes work. It takes waking up 30 minutes early. It takes being willing to set your kids up to have quiet time in their own rooms so that you can have a peaceful moment. Mm -hmm. But it goes back to kind of my heart and what we talked about at the very beginning of if we can fill up with the word of God and let him be our source, Mm -hmm. where we get our rest, where we get our patience, where we get our peace and where we can see him as a loving caring, merciful God that wants a relationship with us and wants us to pursue him through that. We can see a layer of peace in our lives because there's just something about when I spend time with the, with, in the word and with the Lord that day, my day's different. I tend to operate differently than if I just go about my day and started on social media and scrolling. And before I know it, 30 minutes have passed and the Lord wants that. And I use this analogy of working out that if it's something we're willing to be consistent with every day, we might not see the results immediately. Yeah. And it might be hard and it might be unnatural and it might be, there's some tension there because ooh, that word just said something and we don't want to deal with that. We're yeah. not quite ready, but the more we're consistent with it over time, that, that movement of pursuit produces growth Yeah, and we begin to see changes and we begin to make different choices. If, if I'm working out, well, I'm, I might be more willing to choose a salad over the French fries mm-hmm. or and then you just start seeing this transformation that comes and that full dependency on the Lord yeah. of God, I need you, and I want you in my life, and then that produces
0: peace so good because the presence of christ is is in our days, yeah, they're with us every day. I love this. I feel like this has been such a good conversation, and it's it's so simple and yet i need to hear it every single day <laughs> for sure this is your desires that we walk in peace and this is your desire that our homes are filled with peace and we ourselves are filled with peace and and um like you said intentionally helping our children understand what does peace look like and how do you create that in relationships and and but that struggle between self and um and being challenged and grown it's such a good a good conversation i really appreciate you um chatting with me about this and, and sharing your wisdom and and where you've walked this road. So thank you for that. And I just wanted to ask you in closing, um, how can I be praying for you, Lindsay? Yeah. So our family is
1: about to experience a transition and change that is going to be happening in the next two months. And I am just praying for all of our hearts that we have chosen to be obedient to something that God is calling and asking us to do. And with that brings about heavy, heavy hearts sure. and a lot of processing and work. And we are choosing as a family to watch the Lord work through this change and transformation that's bringing some suffering into our lives, but so we can learn to suffer well. And I do not say that lightly because our hearts are all very heavy right now. So I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll be praying for sure. Whether you're in the middle of it or just through it or whatever, there's always, always things that need to be going on and prayer that so that's good I'll, I'll definitely be praying that um, in, in closing I just wanted to say if somebody wants to find you or follow you how can how can people search you out? Okay so I'm
1: most vocal and alive on Instagram that kind of seems to be my corner that I enjoy right now and um, my handle I guess is what you call it is Miss Lindsay Perry. And I think you'll have it posted um, in the show notes so that people can come. And it's just a great way to stay connected. There's some encouragement there, devotions and uh, scriptures of just pursuing the Lord in our everyday lives. And hopefully you'll see it in a way that is real and authentic and not perfect by any means. And I try to be very open with that, but also just having a heart to encourage those women that in your everyday life. Here's just how you can pursue the
0: Lord and see him in it. So I love that. Well, that's good. Well, I'll definitely link that. And it's Lindsay with an S-E-Y. S-E-Y. So that yes. helps, it helps find you. So awesome. I'll put that on there. Well, again, Lindsay, I appreciate your time and just being a blessing here and uh, we'll, we'll hope this will encourage a lot of people to really seek God's peace.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thanks for inviting me, Marcy. It was so good to see you. And yes. I love our little group that we've had over the last year. It's been a a blessing. It has been for sure.
0: For sure. If you like what you've heard today, please like and subscribe so you will know each time a new episode is released. Thanks for joining us.